Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hi, everyone. This is Raya with Reyes on Astrology. Um, Happy New Year. I hope you all are feeling some sort of reprieve from the holiday uh, chaos of energy. I know that I am looking forward to getting back to a, some sort of normalcy within my daily structure. Um, very excited for that. Anyways, uh, happy new year again. Um, today I will be talking about the new moon in Capricorn happening January 2nd, 2022 at 1.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, convert for your time zone to figure out when it will be exact. But Realistically, today is the new moon in Capricorn. Um, I think it's somewhat fitting to have a new moon happening right after uh, New Year's if you're into that energy, especially with you know Venus retrograde, retrograde in the sign of Capricorn, moving away from her conjunction with Pluto. Um, it's just all kind of, it all fits having a new moon on today. Uh, so this new moon will be trying Uranus uh, in Taurus and Uranus is still retrograde right now. It will be loosely trying. It will be about a two degree orb. So it's not an exact one, but there's still that energy there offering some sort of support. Um, trines are of the nature of Jupiter. So there is, there is a sense of support when it comes to these two planets connecting. Um, so it's a very heavy Capricorn energy. We have, uh, the sun, the moon, Venus, and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. Um, Mercury just moved out of Capricorn. I will probably be talking about that later this week. So look for um, more on that. But it's very heavy Capricorn energy. So with Capricorn, there's this sense of responsibility, duty. um, What are my obligations? It's a Saturn ruled sign and Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius, which is another um, one of the signs that it rules. So there's a heavy Saturnian energy to this um, this new moon where you're kind of feeling it is your responsibility to start something new or you want to achieve a lot and you're feeling very ambitious or you're feeling maybe um, there's a lot of restrictions with not being able to achieve what you want. Um, You know, maybe there's some limitations or roadblocks or just things that keep coming in your way that are causing you to really have to put in the work. That's a very Saturnian thing is having to do the work. Um, So when I was looking at the chart for this new moon, these are some things that I just kind of picked up on. There's like this feeling of restlessness to achieve for achievement or personal gain, especially with that Uranus there. Uranus is that like sudden burst of energy or that lightning strike or that unpredicted... um, unpredicted turn of events so there is like even though these uh the new moon is making a supportive aspect to uranus there is this sense of restlessness in the air and that's what i'm picking up on um this could also this new moon could also be a time where unexpected seeds are sown or there's an unexpected start to something new something kind of just falls into your lap and it's almost as if um you know, it's something you've been waiting for. That's, that's, that's the energy I get right now. Um, 
it could also cause a lot of emotional outbursts or frustrations. Um, the moon is not typically happy in the sign of Capricorn. So um, it's, not, it's not going to express itself in, in an incredibly positive way. Um, you could notice that your kids are a little bit extra uh, for the next few days just because there is that emotional depressive state um, that I'm picking up on or just kind of this somber like uh, seriousness to um, how people are expressing themselves emotionally. So you might notice that you're a little bit down or depressed the next few days, especially with your honest trine there that can cause some like overstimulation or like a super active um, emotional body. And in the sign of Capricorn, it could, you know, cause um, unstable emotional moods. Um, but on a more positive note, this is also a very constructive time for creation. Um, it's a, if you're able to harness the energy, it's, you have this ability to be super innovative and come up with these very unique ideas or plans for what you're trying to start. The new moons are all about beginnings because it's, it's the sun and the moon coming together and the moon is disappearing. And from this point on, the moon is only going to be growing bigger. So it's almost as if you're planting these seeds and your potentials are growing. And then you have this time to reflect back on um, these seeds you planted when the moon is full. And that's kind of like the cycle of things. So it's a very constructive time, Capricorn moon. Um, you know, you might you might be coming up with these very unique ways of thinking or these unique ideas or possibly, like I said, um, unexpected things just kind of fall into your lap where it's like, whoa, this was not what I planned on, but it's kind of like brings you in a whole completely new direction. Um, and it also can lead to like this kind of emotional awakening. That's a very Iranian thing is like this, this sudden awakening. Um, I like to think of it as cosmic downloads um, or what you could say in layman's terms is like that light bulb moment. Um, I call them cosmic downloads where it's you're in a dead sleep and all of a sudden you wake up and you suddenly know something or something suddenly comes to you and there's some clarity brought. So that's this like new moon where there's these cosmic downloads or these bits of like um, information that kind of just stream into your consciousness. Uh, I think it's I think it's a great time for creation. Um, you know, even though the moon is not typically happy in the sign of Capricorn, there is that constructive nature, and then you have that Uranian um, energy playing into it, where you're kind of able to think out of the box a little bit. So I think that it it could be a really good time for um, it could be a really good time for just like playing with ideas, or like if you want to take chances, kind of take a chance, and then you know, know that you have to put the work in, but it may as well, it may play off in the end because you're able to kind of be a little bit rebellious and or um, uh, rebellious and um, kind of unique with what you want um, as far as the seeds that you're planting or the intentions you're setting or the, um, the you know, the goals you're trying to reach, which is a very, like, perfect with the New Year's thing or you know, anything that you're trying to start at this time, it's a, it's a great initiating starting time. Um, so right now, what I'll do is I'll do a quick little um, <clears throat> through the houses. 
Let me just adjust my chart so I can look at it. Um, uh, depending on the houses, let me just start it off. I'm sorry, guys, I'm going the wrong way. Let me, I'm going to start off with um, Aries rising. So if you're in Aries rising, this is happening in your 10th house, 10th whole sign house. Um, this is the house of career, public reputation, um, or something that you're kind of trying to achieve. Uh, it's a very career house. So it's not necessarily like your job or it's, it's something you're trying to work towards. So this could be starting something new within your career life, your public reputation. Maybe you're coming up with new ways to kind of reinvent yourself. You have Uranus in your second house, which is the house of earned income. So um, there could be some like some sort of unexpected turn of events when it comes to how you earn your money and how it reflects um, how it's how the public sees you in that way. So it's a very business oriented uh, new moon for you, um, Aries rising. All right, next I have, we will go to Taurus rising. <clears throat> Taurus rising, this will be happening in your ninth whole sign house of spirituality, higher education, travel, philosophy, divination, exploration. Uh, it's also the sign, uh, the house associated with astrology. So if you are a Taurus rising, it might be a good time to start some new endeavor, endeavors when it comes to astrology. Uh, Uranus, of course, will be in your first house of the physical body. So um, you might be able to find some sort of support with um, physical growth or physical awakening when it comes to some sort of philosophy or spirituality. Maybe you're starting a new um, new routine when it comes to praying, meditating, um, learning, something like that. And it's kind of opening up your, uh, it's kind of opening up your body and realizing that you can kind of break free of, of physical limitations a little bit. I think of this transit with this new moon and then uh, Uranus in the first house, I think of like astral projection. That's just something I came up with. It probably, um, you know, it won't resonate with everyone, but it's just something that I get that like astral projection energy a lot with this, um, with this transit happening for you. All right, if you are a Gemini rising, <clears throat> this will be happening in your eighth house, the uh, new moon will be happening in your eighth house. Eight houses debts. It's also like sex, taxes, joint income, karmic bonds. Um, so it's not just it's not just financial debt. It's also energetic debt. So like a great way of I think of it is like the bartering system you have with a neighbor. Say you help the neighbor put in a new front door. He's like, oh, I owe you one. So then you know a couple of weeks later, you're like, hey, can you help me um, build a shed? Those are some energetic debts that you're exchanging. So it's a new time within your um, how you join with other people in a way, whether it's financially or energetically. And then we have Uranus happening in your 12th house. The 12th house is the place of isolation, unseen enemies, one's own undoing. So it's not necessarily a house that comes off in the most positive way. Possibly you are trying to release yourself or not, not release, but possibly you're trying to, um, possibly you're trying to start something new when it comes to how you feel isolated and how other people's energy affects you in a way. Or maybe it's the fact that you feel 
there are people kind of energy sucking you and they're not there for your own good. Um, like I said, the 12th house is the house of unseen enemies. So that could be this energy of like, you know, these people are really negative to me or not positive to me and they're kind of harshing my mellow. Like that's a great um, way of putting it. And you want to kind of break those ties where it's like, okay, what are the steps I need to take to kind of set these boundaries? Um, that's a very, like this new moon is like, very boundary setting I get for Gemini risings. All right, onward and upward. Um, next we have Cancer risings. <clears throat> this is gonna be a pretty um, potent new moon for you just because we have, for Cancer risings, we have the new moon happening in your seventh house of relationships and we have Uranus moving through your 11th house of friendships. Um, enemies, hopes for the future. So the seventh house is an angular house. It's opposite of the first house. So it's typically a more like power packed house where you, you'll feel transits a little bit more through the angular houses. So this is like a new, this is a new beginning within your relationships and how you relate to other people. Possibly you're, you're gaining a lot of support in unexpected ways through your friendships or through your allies or through these groups or associations or groups that you associate yourself with. Um, but it's a great time for new beginnings in relationships, whether you're in a committed relationship um, or you're not in a relationship and you need to kind of set boundary, you need to set new boundaries with how you relate to other people uh, before you get into a committed relationship. Maybe you're starting off a new committed relationship where the seeds are really starting to plant for this um, commitment and you're not fully aware of it yet and then later on it might you know something might start blooming um so it's all about relationships it's all about how you relate to the other especially with your honest in your 11th house the 11th house is also like a house of other people or other groups or other associations so cancer rising it's it's a time to like set boundaries with other people set boundaries for yourself and kind of really sit down and focus on what you want in relationships, especially with that Venus retrograde in your seventh house. It's, it's redeveloping your values within relationships. All right, let's move on. All right, so now we have <clears throat> Leo rising. So Leo rising, the new moon will be happening in your sixth house of daily service tasks, health, work. Uh, it's also the place of accidents. That's like a traditional, um, a traditional uh, manifestation of the sixth house. It's just like daily life. It's not necessarily like big accidents are going to happen to you. You're going to get a car accident on the way to work. It's, it's things like, oh, you stubbed your toe because you were rushing around or maybe like you bumped your finger. It's nothing crazy. Um, the, uh, it's, so the new moon's happening in your sixth house. Uranus is transiting through your 10th house. Um, so there's this great dynamic of being able to start something new within your daily life possibly leading to sudden breakthroughs or awakenings within your career world. Um, I know for me, I am a Leo rising, so I am trying to start podcasting more and that's kind of my daily life and um, how I uh, structure my day and I'm trying to relate it to my 10th house of career. So this is kind of how this dynamic is playing. It's a great time to start, start something new um, and it could lead to a lot of breakthroughs within your career world. All right, next we have 
uh, Virgo rising. So this new moon will be happening in your fifth house. The fifth house is associated with creation, romance, children, leisurely activities, kind of what you do to unwind from the mundane stresses of life, the, the labors of existence, as um, someone would say with a heavy Saturnian energy as myself. Um, Uranus will be transiting through your ninth house. So now we're going to start getting into kind of the opposite dynamics because we're moving towards um, opposites of what we've already went over. Um, <clears throat> so with the new moon in happening in your fifth house, great time for creating, great time for um, being disciplined and responsible with like how you kind of um, overindulge maybe or how you kind of relax. Maybe it's a time where you kind of set boundaries when it comes to watching too much TV, maybe drinking too much, maybe consuming too much good foods, maybe shopping too much. Maybe that's something that you find joy in, uh, especially with this Venus retrograde uh, happening as well too. It could also be a time where you're really going to like <clears throat> be creative and find some sort of outlet that really brings you joy. Um, you know, with, with the um, new moon happening in Capricorn, there's that ability to really tap into that like seriousness and be like, okay, this is something that I really want to do and I need to take responsibility for it. Uh, Uranus is going to be happening, or Uranus is transiting through your ninth house. And um, I went over that a little bit. That's the house of higher education, travel, philosophy, divination, exploration, and astrology. So maybe you're finding new ways to be creative with your personal philosophies. Maybe you're, maybe you're finding new ways to be creative in some sort of learning environment. Or maybe you're kind of redeveloping a relationship to some sort of divination study where you're able to kind of find some sort of enjoyment from it. Um, something that brings you a light inside of you. All right, next we have, moving on. Next we have my Libra Risings. <clears throat> Libra Risings. So <clears throat> with a Libra Rising, this is going to be happening. This new moon is going to be happening in your fourth whole sign house. The fourth house is associated with ancestors, childhood, upbringing, home, private life. It's the bottom of the chart. So it's the, it's the place in the, in the natal chart that we don't really show everyone. So it's very, very private. <clears throat> and then Uranus is going to be transiting through your ninth, your, excuse me, your eighth house, which is also a house that I consider some sort of private house. Um, so it's a very private new moon for you. Maybe you need to sit and kind of sit with yourself a little bit in some sort of quiet environment to really figure out what you're trying to, what seeds you're trying to plant or what intentions you have or what, what sort of um, goals you want to achieve, uh, especially with like the fact that it's right around New Year's. It's, it's kind of funny that the new moon happened right now because everyone's about resolutions. Anyways, um, it's very private. I mean, I, I can't really speak to this one much because I'm kind of getting a mental block when it comes to it because it is so private. Maybe you're redeveloping a relationship that you have with your family or maybe you're re- um, you're renovating your house and it's really causing some sort of disturbances within like how you, how you're able to like find that stillness and that quiet. Um, 
or maybe you owe a lot of money to someone or someone owes a lot of money to you and you're just kind of waiting for it and it's affecting your home life. There's just some sort of energy about this Libra rising where it's very private and you know, whatever you're kind of sitting with during this new moon, it's something between you and it's something between some sort of energy that is connected to you by other people. It's not necessarily like, it's not necessarily like an energy that you would share with someone. The best way I can describe it is possibly there's some sort of secret that you need to kind of get off your chest. And it's a secret that not everyone is meant to hear in a way. Um, but maybe releasing that might cause some sort of a lot of growth within um, your private life. That's just the energy I'm picking up on. It's, it's just a very private new moon for you, I feel like, uh, my Libra Risings. I'm sorry, Libra. I feel like I gave you the short end of the stick where I wasn't like incredibly descriptive. I just couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on that energy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, guys, we're, we're in the home stretch. <clears throat> so we have Scorpio rising. Scorpio rising, your new moon, uh, this Capricorn new moon will be happening in your third house. The third house is associated with short distance travel, neighbors, extended family, especially siblings communication it's also like um the things that we use for communication so like our phones our computers that's a very modern day thing um you know before technology it was like letters and newspapers and things like that so it's a very like it's a public house it's you know it's your neighborhood it's it's the places you go to get coffee it's it's your immediate environment it's how you communicate so new moon happening in that in the third house we have uh Uranus transiting through your seventh house of relationships and commitments to other people. So maybe like this is the time to kind of really um, claim your power when it personal power when it comes to being like a confident communicator. Maybe you need to maybe you need to um, speak up more, causing like these sudden breakthroughs in relationships, or possibly maybe you need to like. Uh, sorry, my husband's riding the four-wheeler in the background and it's really distracting me. Um, possibly you need to speak up more in relationships or like kind of claim your power when it comes to how powerful your words really are. And it's leading to this like sudden awakening or breakthrough within relationships. Um, or like these aha, like possibly like these aha moments, um, as I call them cosmic downloads. Um, Maybe you need to start, you know, reevaluating your relationship to uh, your devices that you use. Possibly you use them too much or possibly you're not using them in a very effective way. Um, and you could kind of be using them differently so that you're able to get your point across a little bit more. Maybe you have some sort of blog or podcast where you feel like you haven't been able to fully clarify what you're trying to say. And it's a great time for new beginnings um, in that way for my Scorpio's risings. And it's really going to lead to this like breakthrough with relationships or this awakening with relationships or this unique way to relate to other people um, through how you communicate and like that connection that that brings just talking to others. All right. <clears throat> Next we have my Sagittarius risings. 
This uh, new moon is going to be happening in your second whole sign house of material possessions, livelihood, earned income. It's what I own as opposed to what we own. So it's, very, it's a very personal house, but it's not necessarily a private house um, to a certain extent. I mean, most people don't share what they make, but it's, it's a more public house where you can kind of see things on the outside rather than having to dig. Uh, Uranus will be transiting through your sixth whole sign house. The sixth house is the house of daily life, routine, um, mundane tasks, work, kind of the boring things of life. Um, so Sagittarius Risings, once again, it's a very, very career-oriented new moon. We have Capricorn in your second house of earned income. So there's a sense of responsibility to kind of achieve and earn and grow. And we have Uranus transiting through your sixth house, which is like your service, your work, things that you offer to others. So it's a great time to start something new within your um, business ventures if you're a business owner. It's a great time to start something new if you are just a general worker and you um, kind of want this you want to grow in a way, um, you know, it's, it's a time to kind of reevaluate your relationship to money as well too. And like how it affects you, um, with Venus going retrograde in your second house, possibly it's this, this is a, the time where you finally get the courage to ask your boss for a raise or ask your boss for more responsibility, or maybe it, all of a sudden you get more responsibility within your work or you get more or you get a raise without seeing it. Um, that's that Uranian energy right there. It's a very opening time for your, um, your growth and potential um, as far as career and, and how you earn money. Maybe you're partnering up with someone <clears throat> in a way that's really going to grow your business um, in a positive way. All right, so next we have my, almost done guys. <clears throat> we have Capricorn rising. New moon is gonna be happening in your first house. So it's your physical body. It's your spirit, your appearance. It's uh, kind of like the soul of the birth chart as I kind of like to think about it. Uh, and then we have Uranus in your fifth house. So fifth house, like I said, is creation, romance, children, leisurely activities. It's also like, drinking and like, you know, intimate relationships um, in a fun way rather than a committed way. So Capricorn Risings, uh, I know with you for this whole period with Venus going retrograde, it's kind of like time to revamp your appearance or like time to change something up about yourself. Maybe you like I don't know, dye your hair or cut your hair, but it's a very like, I'm going to focus on my physical body and kind of my spirit and my soul and who I am and how I present myself. And with Uranus transiting through your fifth house, making an aspect to the new moon in your first house, it's like this unexpected breakthrough to kind of let loose and like have fun and like realize that there's not such a seriousness to life. Um, especially if you have heavy Capricorn energy in your house, in your chart as Capricorn in your first house, you might find yourself being somewhat more of a serious type where you're not able to let loose or let go. But that aside, um, very creative time, um, very expressive time. You could find yourself, you know, wanting to kind of enjoy life a little bit and take things a little less seriously. 
or you're finding that like these new ways of like expressing your creativity are coming to you in unexpected areas of life. Um, very creative. Uh, it, I think it would be a great time to kind of start something that you enjoy just for your, the purpose of enjoyment. Um, even if it's, you know, something that's not necessarily practical, it's just something that you'll find a light from. All right. We're in the home stretch. We got two more signs to go. Uh, <clears throat> Aquarius rising. This is happening in your 12th house. 12th house is the place of isolation, unseen enemies, one's own undoing. Um, very private house, very distant house. Um, and Uranus is, Uranus is transiting through your fourth house, which is also a very private distance house. Um, so the way I see this is being able to sit with oneself and kind of go within in those places of isolation to kind of determine you know, maybe you had like a rough upbringing or maybe you haven't had the best relationship with your parents or maybe you've um, had like some sort of your home life, your, your, your most, re your current home life is kind of in turmoil right now or it's very unpredictable or like unexpected things are happening. So it's a place to kind of sit. I like to think of the 12th house as like a great place for like meditation and or places where you're kind of forced into going within and finding some sort of connection with the self and with the higher energy of the universe or the cosmos or higher energy of God, whatever you want to call it. It's just very private. It's something that you kind of just need to work out within the self. Um, possibly there's some issues going on with things happening behind your back causing some sort of turmoil at home or possibly you're just feeling incredibly restless at home wanting this drastic change to happen but yet you're kind of forced into this this place where you find yourself between a rock and a hard place almost as if you're forced into some sort of isolation um, metaphorically not necessarily physically forced into an isolation but you're kind of forced into this place of like you're stuck here and you want this drastic change in, at your home, but you're unable to. So I think with this new moon, <clears throat> it's a great time to kind of develop a relationship with being stuck somewhere or being isolated somewhere and kind of embracing that and, and finding some sort of responsibility there where it's like, okay, so if I'm going to be forced here, what can I do in a constructive way that's going to make make me able to kind of grow or change my home life or my upbringing or my relationship to my upbringing in some sort of way. It's, it's just embracing the fact that sometimes you just got to sit with yourself and be alone a little bit and know that the change will come once you develop a connection to something bigger than the self. All right, Pisces rising. Last one. Always, sorry, Pisces. Pisces rising. New moon will be happening in your 11th whole sign house of friends, allies, groups, associations, uh, hopes and visions for the future. 
Uranus will be transiting through your third house, house of communication, extended family, especially the siblings. Um, immediate environment, so like your neighborhood, your town, your county, things like that. Uh, nothing very long distance you travel. Um, it's a great time to start something new within a group or like read like redevelops friendships, possibly redeveloping old friendships, um, especially with that Venus going retrograde or redeveloping some sort of connection to a collective um, or like, an, a, like a group. Uh, especially when it comes to like anything that involves talking and or supporting your neighborhood. Um, I see it as a time of like a very big awakening within like connecting to the neighborhood and connecting to your community and like what unique gifts do I have to offer support to where I'm living in order to kind of bring some sort of um, feelings of achievement um, and or feelings of responsibility within the group. Like the best thing I can think of, like this is a, an example that just pops into my mind is like starting a community garden. Like I think that that would be like something that a Pisces rising might find very fulfilling. It's like bringing all these people together. Okay, here's our plan. This is what we're going to do. We're all going to work together. We're all going to like get our hands dirty and like what unique gifts and talents do each of us have that we can kind of build on and support each other to have this garden that we can all grow and um, benefit from. That's a very, um, I don't know, that's the energy I get for this new moon. It's starting something new in order to support your, um, to support your uh, community in some sort of way. So that's what I got for this um, new moon. Um, that's what I got for this new moon. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed me going through the houses a little bit. I'm going to try to keep doing the rising sign horoscopes um, when I have the energy just because it often takes a little bit longer than just giving a, uh, a quick description of the uh, mundane transits. But happy new moon all. Happy New Year's if that's what you're into. <laughs> Um, I hope you all have a wonderful day and I hope that you all are able to plant the constructive seeds of manifestation with this new moon. Um, even if you might feel a little bit bummed or depressed at certain times, um, just know that uh, it's, a, it's a fertile new moon. It's, it has the potential for a lot of growth if you're able to like kind of get through those rough moments. Thank you guys. Bye.